Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Strip Down. I have such a great woman on the line today. I actually connected with her on social media. I found her and loved everything she was sharing about her pregnancy and fitness journey and just empowering you know, women and moms, especially how to have a healthy pregnancy with balancing their work and being fit and healthy. And she's so cute. When you see her on her social, you'll see why. This is Chelsea Hallblade. Welcome to my show. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be on. You're welcome. Yeah, you, you know, I just loved everything you're sharing and you're like seriously so cute pregnant. Congrats on your first on the way. So exciting. Thank you. And Congrats to you on your second. Thank you. Yes, I am. Second baby girl. Crazy. You live in Arizona. I wanted to share with the audience you're a registered nurse in the emergency department. And then, like I said, you've also been doing the online coaching business, helping women get in shape and become more confident as well as having a healthy pregnancy and balancing work. So I wanted to kind of just like dive right in and have you share a little bit about Chelsea and who you are and how you kind of became a registered nurse, how you now fell into this whole coaching and just you know, tell my audience a little bit about you. Yeah, sure. Uh, so yeah, you kind of like gave a little bit of my intro. I'm from Arizona. I'm 28. Um, I've been a registered nurse now for about six years. And that was kind of always what I wanted to do uh, since high school. So I started like right away, just kind of going to med surge floors, always kind of wanted to be in trauma and do like more of the emergency department kind of stuff. So I recently in the last year made a transition to the emergency department, which has been really fun. But um, also another big change I made in the last year was kind of transitioning myself from full-time nursing to part-time nursing. So I had the time to coach women on the side because I was finding, you know, I loved nursing. I still do. Um, but there's like this gap in health, you know, where I feel like we're treating all these problems and we're never like getting healthy first. So I always had women, even other nurses coming to me wanting help. So I was like, you know, I'm doing this for free and I love doing it. Why not turn it into like a business? So I started doing that. So that's like kind of my background with my career. And then I've also been married since I was about 21 to one of like the best guys ever. <laughs> so we are yeah, really happy and expecting our first baby girl in about 23 days. That's so exciting. You're like right at the finish line. Yes, it feels like it's going to be far away, but it's also like gone so fast at the same time. Oh, yeah, I know. It's crazy. I feel like I went pretty fast with my daughter, Amelia, my first. And then with the second one, in the beginning, it felt like it was going so slow. And now I feel like it's just flying. And I'm like, oh, my God, my third trimester. Oh, my God, I'm so close. Like, it's so wild how all of a sudden you like, you see your body and you got this bump and you're like so aware this like human is really coming into your world. <laughs> I know it felt like one day like everything fit and then the next day it was like what happened oh yeah totally you're like oh so nothing fits noted yeah we all go through that <laughs> I know I always tell people just start to embrace the maternity clothes thank god there's like such cute companies like how I found you like sex and mom and maternity like that like have cute stuff whereas like back in the day obviously people just kind of wore like moo's. so like thank god yeah. now it's like cute stuff but it's like when people ask me for advice I'm like just embrace the maternity like once your body really doesn't fit and you're just like squishing and uncomfortable and can't breathe like just let it go and just like let the breathing begin and wear the maternity yep I know the last couple of months I made that transition and I do not want to wear normal clothes anymore I'm like nope it's like stretchy leggings or maternity pants and that's it 
Right. Exactly. Good for you. I love that. Yeah. That's so exciting. I didn't know you're having a baby girl. So that's so exciting. We're both having girls. Oh, fun. Yeah. That is exciting. When is your due date? Uh, mid-May. Okay. So you're coming up too. Yep. Yep. Getting there. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's definitely feeling a lot faster than, uh, Amelia. Like Amelia felt fast, but this one feels like even faster. I feel like that's also cause I'm so busy with Amelia and having a toddler and working and everything else. It's just like the days and months just flat. Amelia's 23 months today. That just hit me a few hours ago. I'm like, oh my God, I, I almost have a two-year-old. Like, it makes me want to cry. Like it's yeah. crazy. It's so wild. So I'm sure it does go fast. <laughs> yeah, it goes so fast. So, and then I would just say, and I'm sure you've heard it before, but like truly enjoy the newborn stage with your baby girl. Truly enjoy every moment. It is hard. It is exhausting but it is so blissful and so beautiful and it goes so fast. Like you just, like you, just, I swear, like now I understand those like country songs, like don't blink. It's like, it's true. You blink and you're like, oh, they're six months. What? And then you blink again, they're a year. And like now here I am and she's almost two years old. And I'm just like, how, how? Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's, so, I know. Yeah. I've even felt that way with the pregnancy and I'm just trying to like, you know, I'm anxious to be done with it. I'm so like excited to have her and like be a mom and see like what she's like and what she looks like and just, you know, take care of her. But I'm like, okay, slow down. Like try to enjoy even like the end of your pregnancy. And it's really hard to do. I'm like, okay. Yeah, no, totally. And are you, are you um, still working um, in your uh, nursing department at, at this stage? I am. Yeah. My wow. plan is to hopefully like work up until like my due date but I'm honestly just like taking it every week like how I'm feeling because they're long shifts yeah. um but you know I talked to my doctor and she's like you know it's fine as long as you're not getting like super stressed out that you're having like preterm contractions and stuff you can keep working but it is it's hard on your body when like I'm as big as I am I'm like near the end and I worked yesterday and I was like oh wow this feels harder than it even did last week like just being on my feet for that long isn't it wild how like within a week, that's how I feel. It's like, you know, I'm like 29 weeks this week. And it's like, I went from 29 weeks to like two weeks, but 27 weeks, I felt so much more energy. I felt so much more alive. I can move more. Like, okay. I'm podcasting for my bed. I normally like sit in my office and have like my whole like setup. And I was like, yep, nope. Today I'm getting in bed, putting my stuff in front of me and recording because I am just exhausted and I can't even get over how much more I'm going to be like exhausted come a few more weeks. So I can only imagine for you being on your feet. I give you so much credit because I'm on my feet, but like off my feet, like being a nurse, like you're just on your feet. Yeah. That's why I think going part-time was such like a good decision. Like the time you couldn't have been better. I went part-time to do like my coaching and then I got pregnant and then I'm like, well, I guess the timing works out good because <laughs> being two days a week has made a big difference rather than being three days. I know yeah. that one day just made a huge difference. That's great. Well, and I was going to ask you, like, so were, were you guys, like, planning on getting pregnant or was it kind of a surprise? It was actually totally a surprise. So we, like, we have talked about it for a long time. Like I said, we've been married for a while, um, but we just kind of kept, like, pushing it off, pushing it off, thinking, like, I don't know, maybe the perfect time would come and the perfect time really is never going to come. Nope. <laughs> so at first I kind of like freaked out, like, cause we weren't planning it. We weren't trying. It just kind of happened. And I was kind of freaked out, but at the same time, now looking back, I'm like, the timing actually couldn't be better. Like the timing's really perfect. And I feel like we're both at like a really good stage of life. 
Um, so I think it, you know, everything happens when it's supposed to. And now I'm really glad that I'm pregnant when I am. That's so awesome. No, and it's so true. Like you plan and plan. People always ask me like, oh my God, like, you know, did you, like, did, you know, especially with Amelia, like, oh, did you plan? Amelia was like a surprise. It was kind of like, we were, you know, we tried once and it was like, we were so grateful, but it was like, oh my God, here she is. Um, you know, and, <laughs> and, you know, it was like, so not expected. It was like, we talked about like, oh, six months to a year from now, we actually get pregnant. Like, this is what we'll do. And this is how we'll plan it. And it's like, you know, you make plans and God laughs. And so it was like, literally like, we were like, oh, we'll just, you know, practice, see what happens. And it was like, oh, not much practice round. Here she is. And it was like, oh my God, I'm already pregnant. Like what are we going to do? The careers, this, that. But I just feel like no matter what, like you, like you said, like there's no good right time. Like it just figures itself out and you have to kind of just go with it. And I feel like that for me, I learned like from pregnancy to becoming a mom, I'm sure it'll be the same, is it kind of teaches you like, wow, okay, this is motherhood. Like nothing can be planned. Nothing can be predicted. Like you just have to kind of go with it and learn and embrace it instead of being like, let me try to plan this and let me try to plan that. So it's good that you're really embracing it and just like going with it because I feel like the more you do that, the easier transition you'll have as you become a mom. I totally agree. Yeah. I'm still like, I'm so type A and I'm such a planner. So I think that was like just kind of the adjustment at first because I mean, we like to travel a lot too and our schedules are flexible. So it allows that. So like the weekend that I found out I was pregnant, I was going to California for a wedding. And then after that, we were going to Vegas. And after that, we were going to Bali. And like right away, I was like, oh my gosh, this is the worst timing. Like I'm traveling, I'm doing this. I literally just went part-time to try to like start my coaching business. Like this is awful timing. But then like thinking back, I'm like, Bali was like the perfect baby moon. I got to do that. <laughs> relax and it hasn't affected my ability to like start my online business at all it allowed me to go part-time from nursing when I was pregnant and tired and didn't want to do those long shifts all the time so I'm like the timing was perfect so you you have to trust that it's gonna work out how it's supposed to yes I love that that's so great I appreciate you sharing that so so tell us so the the part-time coaching that you wanted to do that kind of came from your passion of seeing basically in the medical world, from what you were saying, like people are getting like fixed, but it doesn't necessarily start with health. Can you go more into that? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I've always been passionate about like health and wellness. And I think that's why I wanted to be a nurse and I love healthcare, but there's also such like a gap in the system. Like the money is in like fixing people's problems, you know, like giving them meds or fixing things with surgery or this and this, they don't like put the money into like preventative care and like being healthy. And it's just like a backwards system, I feel like. Um, And I would just, I got really into like health and wellness and fitness myself. And I had a lot of women, some even coworkers like approaching me for help. And I started doing like my coaching. I did it for a while for free. And then I was like, you know, like this is taking up a lot of my time. Maybe I could turn this into a job. And so it was something I was like already doing and already loving to do. So right now I'm doing both. So it's kind of like, I'm still figuring out that balance. Like how much do I want to do of both? Um, But it's a perfect balance for me right now. Like I get to do part-time nursing and then part-time online coaching. And yeah, it's just been working out really well. That's awesome. Good for you. So it really started from like your passion and everything you were doing and experiencing that kind of turned into like, okay, this is going to become a part-time coaching business of mine. And you kind of just attracted clients that way. Yeah, because I was doing it for a while before I even, like, realized I was doing it. <laughs> I was just, like, helping people and helping them figure out how to get in shape and how to, like, 
live this lifestyle. And then people were asking me for like official like plans and coaching. So I started doing that. And then I started to feel like a tad overwhelmed. I'm like, I'm doing all this coaching and I'm trying to work full time and I'm working with brands on social media. And I was just like trying to do too much. So I made the decision to cut back um, at my job. Yeah, no, and that's great. And I think that's a good thing to share also as an entrepreneur and someone who does, you know, work as a part-time registered nurse, because I think a lot of times for many people, when they want to pursue their passion, they are afraid and they don't know when it's okay to say, Hey, I'm going to go part-time. And again, going back to what we were saying before, there is really never a right time to go, Oh, I'm going to go part-time. I mean, you can plan a little bit with finances and this and that, but really you have to kind of just take the leap. So good for you for like just going for it. Yeah. And like I said, the timing, it's kind of funny because I really thought I was going part-time like just to do my business stuff. And then like literally everyone at work thought I went part-time because I got pregnant because it was like, I went part-time and then I was pregnant and it's just like all God's timing, you know, like figuring it out. And it's kind of funny because I just had never thought that that would be a part of the equation. Like, Hey, you're going to need a few more days working from home rather than in the ER where it's a little hectic when you're pregnant. And it's like, that's what I needed. Yeah, absolutely. No. And I think that that's awesome and and everything. So, you know, being that you now have this part-time coaching program that you're doing, can you walk us through a little bit of like what it's like to work with you as Chelsea and like how you do focus on, let's say first, because we're both pregnant, how you focus on, you know, the health and the fitness of, you know, what you do with your clients during pregnancy. Yeah. So you mean like if I coach somebody that is pregnant? Yeah, exactly. Like what that would look like. Yeah. So it's very modified, I guess I would say like coaching someone that's pregnant or myself, like being pregnant in the way you approach health and fitness is different. And I think it takes a long time to transition to this mindset. But I think the first thing to recognize is like health and fitness are not the same thing. And a lot of times like getting really fit or even looking fit has nothing to do with being healthy. So especially with my pregnant moms, like the priority is health. Like, are you healthy? Do you even feel good? Do you have energy? Are you taking care of your body so you can take take care of your baby? Like, you know, weight gain and all that aside, like, let's just focus on like health. Because I think everyone, I've gotten a lot of pregnant mamas coming to me now that I'm pregnant. And their biggest thing is like, oh, I don't want to gain too much weight or, oh, I've gained too much weight. Can you help me? And my focus is never on their weight. I'm like, we're going to have to gain some weight when we're pregnant. Like that's healthy. That's normal. My focus is really on like, are you staying active for your baby? Are you fueling your body with the right foods and like having the energy to live your best life while you're pregnant? Because it's going to be an uncomfortable nine months if we can't like keep our energy up and like take care of ourselves. Right. No, and I love that you touched on the weight because thank you, amen. I have had so many people between Amelia's pregnancy and this pregnancy of this baby girl message me and be like, wow, how much weight have you gained yet? Like, you know, you look great. Like, do you know how much longer do you have? And it's like, why is everyone so freaking focused on the weight gain? Like, and I've noticed like that's such a thing now is like, oh, I gained 70 pounds. Oh my God, I can't believe it. And it's like, okay, I get it. Some people go over more than they should and whatever. But like you said, it really is important to gain the weight. Like even today when I was at my checkup for 29 weeks, my doctor said, he was like, he's like, good, you gained three pounds. And I was like, oh, I did. And he's like, because last time I was there, I hadn't really gained. So he was getting a little bit concerned. And that was more because I was just running around like a crazy person and chasing a toddler. But mm-hmm. still, I wasn't like, you know, doing the best things for my body, obviously. And he was like, I'm so glad to see you gain three pounds this time. Like, that's really great. 
And so I was like, oh, okay, good. And it's like, of course, the you know right amount of weight for your body is obviously, like you said, it's very you know modified and customized depending on who it is. But regardless, like weight shouldn't be a thing. Like a, a woman who gets pregnant, the first thing that comes to mind shouldn't be, oh my God, I don't want to gain that much weight. Help me. How do I not eat this much? How do I not? Like even in my Facebook groups, I have so many moms that will write like, oh my gosh, I had a craving for this and I shouldn't eat it because I don't want to gain more weight. And I'm like, that's the last thing you should be thinking to yourself when you're newly pregnant. Mm-hmm, totally. I know my DMs are now filled with moms like, how do I keep the weight off? And like you just said, like, how do I curb cravings? I'm craving sugar. How do I curb this craving? I'm craving carbs. Like, you know, like, I just don't know. I don't want to eat this much. And I'm like, they're asking me what I do. And I'm like, I give into my cravings. Like, I mean, it's all about balance. Like I, I gave into them before pregnancy and I give into them during pregnancy. It's just all about balance. Like you just have a little bit and you move along. But like when you're pregnant, you're going to once I'm sugar in a little bit, it's okay. Like demonizing that is just going to make everything really hard on yourself. Yeah. Well, and thank you for being honest and saying like you give into your cravings because someone who is in the fitness space and is doing, you know, this program and everything and is pregnant, I think it's really important to share like, Hey, like I do give into my cravings and yes, I, you know, try to find a balance and moderation, but like I do allow that to happen. And I think the more moms and moms to be, you know, that find that out all of a sudden, like it clicks and they go, Oh wow. Okay. Well this person who's actually working in this business is giving into it. I guess it's not such a big deal that I give into mine. And I think that's like where, you know, it becomes like really important to share that because I don't know why, but I feel like lately, especially in the last year, it's become all about the weight and how do I curve everything with pregnancy. And I'm like, didn't like back in the day, like the ads for pregnancy was like literally a mom living her best life eating a carton of ice cream. Like I just don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I'm not saying that's healthy, but like, I just don't get like how it went from that extreme to this. Yeah, I know. And it, it does feel like everyone's always on like one side of the spectrum or the other, like they're not caring at all and they're going way overboard or they're like obsessed and so worried about the number on the scale. And I'm like, there's somewhere right in between where we should be. We should really care about what we put in our bodies when we're pregnant because it's like nourishing our babies. But at the same time, like don't be so hard on yourself. And if you don't accept the fact that you're going to gain weight, you're going to be really depressed for nine months. (laughs) The sooner you can like accept it, like it's going to be okay. Because I know at the beginning, uh, it was really hard on me. Like at the beginning, I think because I didn't really like see a bump and I didn't really like, I wasn't adjusted to the idea of being pregnant yet. Like seeing the scale go up was like hard on me and I was getting like kind of worked up and emotional about it. So I still like understand and relate to these women, but I had to make that switch where I was like, okay, you know, weight gain in the right amount is totally healthy and it's normal. And the sooner I can like accept this, the happier I'm going to be. And now it's like, yeah, of course the scale's gone up. Like it, it doesn't phase me at all. So I can still understand where they're coming from, but I'm also like, you got to make that switch where you just like accept it and you embrace it because healthy weight gain means a healthy baby. Like it's a problem if your baby isn't growing. That's so true. And I think that's, that's really good advice. And again, like good, you share that like you even struggled with it for yourself in the beginning. And I think, you know, again, it's like, everyone's different, you know, like some people, they get a bump right away. Some people don't show right for like a while and like you don't even look pregnant, but you're gaining less weight. You feel bloated. Like everybody's different. Cause like even with my pregnancies, like I look at the differences between Amelia and this baby girl. And I thought it'd be the same being, you know, girls. And it's mm-hmm. like so different, you know, it's like Amelia, you know, I think about it and I'm like, okay, I didn't even show with Amelia until almost 22 weeks. 
at like our gender reveal, people were asking me like, are you really pregnant? You know, and then this gender reveal was at like 19 and a half weeks. Everyone was like, when are you having the baby? Like you're huge, you know? So it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's crazy. But then my body obviously remembers being pregnant and being like kind of soon with them being like two, you know, a little bit over two years apart and this and that. So it's just like, it's like keeping that in mind, I think, and giving yourself grace and saying like, this is part of the process. This is part of what's going to happen for me to bring a life into this world. Yeah, exactly. Like you have to embrace it. And also just know, like, it's not forever. Like this is a temporary thing, like embrace it and accept it. But then, you know, you can always get back in shape after your baby. Like that's what I always tell mom is too. Like, yes, of course be healthy throughout your whole pregnancy and like, don't go crazy. But like, remember like the time to lose weight or care about like, if you're going to have abs or not, or all of that, that's like for later. Like right now it's just about focusing on being healthy and nourishing your body so you can take care of your baby. Right. Thank you. Yes. So well said. So with the health part of it, like, and obviously I'm sure you customize and, you know, do like, you know, figure out like for each mama, but could you give some general tips that you would say would be important as far as the health of you and your baby? Yes, I would say like the biggest, biggest thing, and I think we're so out of touch with this, um, but the biggest thing is being in tune with your own body. And I feel like we are, again, like so out of touch with that, like especially with like a lot of women that come to me um, for coaching during pregnancy have been people that have been like fit prior to and now they're really scared you know of the weight gain and all of that and so they a lot of them are kind of out of touch with like what is it even like to feel healthy or to feel like listen to my hunger cues and feel full and listen to my body when it's telling me to stop eating or that I need to eat because they've been following these structured meal plans or dieting for so long and so I think like just taking the time to like get in tune with our body's cues, like whether it's like, Hey, you need to eat a little more or like, Hey, you're actually not hungry. Like stop eating or like, Hey, movement is so good for you. You need to get out and move. That's why you're feeling lethargic versus, Hey, you're feeling lethargic because you're pushing your body too hard. Like we're so out of touch with like our bodies and our body's cues that if we can kind of tap into that, like, I feel like that's where true health begins. And when we're pregnant, that's what we need to really like get back in touch with. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. So how would you say you go about that? And like, how do you advise your mamas to like really listen and I guess lean into their bodies? I think just like checking in with yourself more and like also kind of getting rid of expectations, like getting rid of like, I know for myself, when I first got pregnant, I was like reading so much, which is great, but I kind of had an idea like, okay, so gaining this much first trimester is normal. I gain more than that. It's not gaining this much, you know, and moms come to me with that information too. Like, well, I shouldn't be gaining this much at this point, like kind of letting go of those expectations because every pregnancy is so different. So I would say that's one is just letting go of like those expectations. And then another thing is just checking in with yourself, like learning to ask yourself those little questions all the time. Like, Hey, have I moved today? Like, I know my body needs movement or, Hey, have I been on my feet all day? I probably should prop them up and like rest a little bit. And then when you're having a meal, like just be intuitive about it, like stop and ask yourself, like, am I really hungry or am I just eating to eat or am I full or am I just eating? Cause it's on my plate. Like just asking yourself those little questions constantly, you start to get more in tune with like what your body's trying to tell you. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, that makes sense. And I guess it's like something so simple, but things we don't really think about. Yeah, we don't, especially in the health and fitness industry, because it's so focused on like 
how you look and like getting in shape and looking in shape. But like when you're pregnant, you're not going to have abs. Like you got to let go of all of that. Yeah. So true. I know. Right. I always laugh. I know. Like I have, I knew a few people like on, you know, social, I won't name names, but they're like, Oh my God, look at my abs during pregnancy. And I'm like, Oh my God, it's not about your abs during pregnancy. It's supposed to be about like your body and like your healthy baby. And like, hopefully somewhat of a bump that's growing and showing because like, that's where the baby is. You know, it's like, it's crazy. It's like no shade, but it's like, it's not like you just said, it's not about the abs. It's about everything else with like your body and how the baby's doing and everything. Um, do you have like any, uh, tips as far as like, you know, oh, you should drink this or you should have more of these vitamins or anything like on the health side that like mamas or moms to be like, you know, could do if they're listening to this? Yes, definitely. And one of those being um, fish oil, like taking a prenatal, but also making sure you're taking a fish oil. I didn't know how important that was. And so like some prenatals have like fish oil in them or your essential fatty acids in them, like EPA and DHA, but a lot don't. Um, So you just want to kind of check that on your label or else take a fish oil because that's super important for like your baby's brain development. And I feel like a lot of moms don't know that like, hey, you should be on a prenatal, but also like a fish oil. And that's also really healthy for your skin and hair and all that when your body is going through all those crazy, crazy changes. And then I know everyone talks about the carbs. That's like a common question I get all the time. Like I'm craving carbs. And I'm, I again say like, okay, don't totally ignore your cravings, like give them to them sometimes. But on the health side, we do have to remember, like, it's super important to give our body micronutrients, like all of our fruits and veggies. And when you become pregnant, your body only needs like 300 more calories a day on average. And that's not very much, (laughs) but it does need like almost double the micronutrient intake. So like, if you think about that, that's like so many more fruits and vegetables, which most of us are already lacking. (laughs) So (laughs) we can just incorporate like as many fruits and veggies as possible, which like for a lot of moms and even for myself, like you kind of crave sugar. So if you can like get that fixed from fruit. Like that's a great way to try to incorporate some of those micronutrients every morning or every evening or whatever works for you. But like just focusing on what you do enjoy that's healthy and consuming a lot of that because your baby needs those vitamins and nutrients, even when you're not craving them. Yeah. Well, and it's funny you say the fish oil because I was told that by my midwife with Amelia and I'm not going to lie. I tried to do it most of my pregnancy, but it like really bothered my tummy and like the taste and all that like I was, I was very sensitive with her especially um and it really bothered me so I actually did not even do it so far anyways um with this pregnancy and now that you're saying and I'm like oh maybe I should do it for the third trimester um <laughs> but it's like it, you know and I don't know if there's like different ways to take it but for me I don't know the one I was trying was just not fun and I was like ooh, I'm very aware that I'm like taking you know, uh, like fishy. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. It, was, it was not, it was not cute, Chelsea. <laughs> I've heard that from a lot of people and that could be the pregnancy or it could be the brand. So you could try like switching up the brand because how it's processed, I think can make a difference, but it also might just be your pregnancy making you feel like very sensitive to it. Um, but you could also eat like salmon. And I know like a lot of people don't love that. I love it, but I love salmon. So that's what oh, I've been to do is I've been yeah. doing more, more salmon, more fish, just kind of upping the fish situation without going obviously too high with all like the, you know, low mercury and the things you worry about. But I've been trying yeah. to do more of that because 
yeah, maybe it is just sensitivity, but I've just been, I don't know. I just it has not been a, uh, a fan for me. Maybe I'll try it again now being third trimester. Is it like four throughout the whole pregnancy or is it more like how you were saying, like, because the baby with the brain and everything in the, in the beginning, is it more like for that? Cause of course I've been doing my prenatals like I did with Amelia and then, you know, all through with this baby girl too. But I'm just curious is, do you know if it's like a certain part or if it's just kind of all through pregnancy? I think they recommend taking it throughout the whole thing, but I actually remember, um, I was just reading about, again, I read so much about pregnancy because this is all so new to me, you know, um, that it's actually the third trimester because there's so much like brain development going on for your baby at the end. And it's, so, I mean, you're at the right place. You can still take it. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to have to look, so you're going to have to give me advice of like some to try and see if it's better than my experience with Amelia. <laughs> yeah. You can <laughs> so try a different brand. And if it doesn't work, yeah, just fish oil, or not fish oil. Um, you can get that from like salmon and then walnuts are another like huge source. Oh, walnuts. Mm -hmm. Okay. So salmon and walnuts are good go-tos. Yes. So, I mean, if you can get like, if you can get it naturally, that's okay too. It's just most of us can't consume enough of that. Right. <laughs> so that's why taking it like in pill form works. Right. It makes it easier. And it's like one thing that's just like done. Yes, exactly. Because I don't know anyone that like consumes two to three servings of like fatty fish every week throughout their whole pregnancy. I mean, maybe oh, some people true. do, but yeah. yeah, right. It's hard to do. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 I feel you. That's like it's it's so true. Um, so okay, so like so fruits for like the sugar craving if you can do it, and then fruits and vegetables in general just are really good, and then fish oil or just a lot of like the fish getting like the omega and all that walnuts, which I didn't know. That's good. I do eat a mix of different nuts just because I crave them, but that, I'm sure I've got walnuts mixed in there. So it's good to know that I've been doing it without <laughs> meaning to. Um, and that's, right. so like, yeah, I know, right? that's a good, that's a good mix. Um, what else would you say is kind of like on your list of maybe things you do, but then also coach, you know, your mom is to be, to do being pregnant. Just to celebrate um, any activity as good movement. Because I think, uh, like, at least for myself and a lot of the women that come to me, they're people that are used to weight training. Like, that's what I do. And that's what I'm used to doing. But, like, sometimes my body is just, like, not about it. And it's tired. And it's, you know, I would get nervous about doing certain weights or movements in the gym now, even though, like, my doctor was like, whatever you're doing pre-pregnancy is probably fine. That was, like, my OB's advice I just say like you know do what you're comfortable with but like celebrate any form of movement like your body needs movement every day and if for you at the end of the third trimester that means a walk a day like do a walk a day like but just get your body moving but you know celebrate that don't be hard on yourself that you didn't hit this crazy workout if you got outside and you walked or you did some yoga like that's amazing and you should feel like really good about yourself for doing that yeah, I think that's great advice. And I love that you said that because it's like, you know, me being the third trimester, I was telling you offline before we started podcasting, like it's been hard for me to get the energy to really move. And I'm trying to even just do like little walking or go like with Amelia on a little stroll or whatever, but it is getting heavier and she is getting, you know, heavier and, you know, growing more and I can feel it. And I like really feel the shift between second trimester energy to like now where I'm like, in bed podcasting because the low of energy is real. So it's, it's definitely harder for me. So if for moms like me that are, you know, in our third trimester, what would be some like sim more simple 
but still easier ways to move that we could maybe do, that we could still feel good that we're moving for ourselves and baby, but we're not pushing ourselves so much because we're literally exhausted, especially for so many moms I know that are pregnant and have toddlers. I mean, that is like no joke. I mean, I knew it wasn't going to be easy having like Amelia, but like I had no idea getting from second to third trimester how hard this was going to be. Yeah. And my like props to you guys, because I am tired and I'm like, you know, making it happen. But sometimes I have to give myself little pep talks to like, okay, like, Hey, you have energy. You can do this. Like I have to do that. And I don't have a toddler I'm chasing. So like, (laughs) I'm sure like it gets harder the more children you already have at home. I can't imagine like having a baby and then being pregnant with the baby too. But I mean, you can make it happen still. I would say like, again, like a big thing is just like walking, like and celebrate that as like, great form of movement, but like, you know, try to do it like for 30 minutes or so, like to actually get your 30 minutes of activity a day. And then there are like, it depends on where you live. I'm sure like you're in California, right? Yep. Yeah. California, Arizona, where I am, I think we have like a lot of fitness classes and like we have that luxury. Small towns may not have it, but you can check in your area and see if there are prenatal pregnancy or yoga classes. And I know like prenatal yoga is a big thing and I haven't taken any classes. I always thought I was going to, and I should have, but I do do them at home sometimes. Like if I don't have the energy to get to the gym to like lift weights or whatnot, I'm just like, you can pull them up on YouTube. Like you know, yoga for pregnancy and you can do some prenatal yoga and some stretching if you're really just feeling kind of tired that day. Um, but if you have the energy, like get outside and get moving or just buy a pair of dumbbells and do like some dumbbell only workouts at home. And again, this is all like if you've been cleared by your doctor, I feel like I, most people right. know that, but like with your doctor, but like, these are good, like generic tips for like mamas that are listening. And as long as like their doctors have said, like, that's cool. Like they're good. Like perfect example is like my doctor told me today that my service is a little bit thinner than like they would like. So they don't want me doing heavy abdominal workouts anymore. And like, they don't want me doing things that could put more stress on my abdominal. So it's more like light stretching yoga, you know, Pilates that aren't like heavy on the tummy and that kind of thing. So like, of course it's whatever works for you and your pregnancy, but it's great tips as far as like you said, like movement. And I think a lot of people really just push the movement factor. And I think that's where I have a hard time to be honest, Chelsea is like being a busy mama of a toddler and working and being a full-time stay at home and full-time working mom. It's hard for me sometimes to create that movement because by the time I'm done playing with Amelia and I'm working and I'm on calls and I'm on emails and everything, like I just want to lay in bed because I'm exhausted and it's hard sometimes to motivate and push myself to move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think like each mama has to kind of evaluate that for themselves because like there are moms that I think like are pushing their body too hard and they need to like relax and listen more. And then there's those of us, like for me, even uh, myself included, it's more like, okay, you have to make yourself go and do some movement. And you're saying like, that's what, that's kind of how you feel too. I think that's more common when you're pregnant. You just don't really want to push yourself or get outside and move. You're tired. So I think just recognizing like that, that's so important for you, but it also help hopefully help you have like a little bit more energy at the end of your pregnancy. And I wonder this too. I don't know because I've never been through it, but I'm hoping that like continuing to lift weights and like do what I can will make labor a little bit easier. I don't know. Like what was your experience with that? Do you think like labor was easier or harder because you were active or not active with your first one? 
Uh, you know, I honestly like don't like, I really don't know because like with me, like, I mean, long story short, but like, you know, my birth was like pretty crazy and traumatic for the, those that already know and, you know, have heard my story, but you know, I, you know, I wanted a tub birth. I wanted a water birth. I felt very connected to Amelia in the water. And then, you know, I was at the birth center with my midwife and 30 hours in, it was like, yeah, something's going on. Like she's not coming the way we'd like her to, even though labor has been progressing. So we like went to the hospital and then I, you know, they checked me and everything was safe. So they let me labor some more. And then sadly, after 42 hours, I was told, you know, um, we're not going to tell you, you have to, uh, go for a C-section because the baby's still safe and everything is fine. But we want to make you aware that like the baby is not really, uh, cooperating when it comes to coming down the canal and kind of shooting back up. So there is a chance that this could play out that way. And my husband kind of like looked at me and was like, so do you want to keep pushing or like, do you want to just, you know, rest and like allow yourself to just, you know, have the surgery and, and have her here. And, you know, of course the way he said it so emotionally was like, don't you just want to meet her now? And I was like, Oh, I could, I, I could kill you. I could literally kill you. Like it's been 42 hours. Are you freaking kidding me? Like, you know, oh, yeah, that's so long. Oh my God. So, you know, I'm not a good, I, I, you know, honestly, like, yes, I think movement helps for sure. As far as like the laboring, like when I did natural labor at my birth center for the first 30 hours, everyone's like, Oh my God, you're in so much pain. And yes, it was painful. Like labor is not comfortable, but like, you know, I was, <laughs> I, but like at the same time, I didn't feel like I couldn't handle it and I was able to move and I appreciate it. I could be on the ball, you know, rotating and I could be on my hips and I could be holding and rocking and swaying and walking. And I think I did a pretty good job of that from doing some of like the different little exercises that I was doing before her. Um, but yeah. I'm not sure, you know, of course, like, you know, nature, you know, took over and, you know, Amelia had her own way of plans and her own birth, which I do, do believe our babies choose. And, uh, you know, it just for whatever reason, you know, when she came down the canal, she shot back up and it was like, yeah, no, sorry, mom, you know, so, uh, <laughs> you know, so, you know, so who knows when it comes to, you know, when it comes to that, but then I know some moms who have told me that like that worked out their whole pregnancy and were like really, really good about it. And they say it really ha helped them champion through labor and, you know, they were able to have a vaginal. So I really think obviously, again, everyone is different, but I'm sure it does help. I just don't know fully with Amelia, like, because I wasn't the most intentional and the most mindful, to be honest with her. Whereas this baby girl, I've been way more intentional, mindful in everything I'm doing. So it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out with her because I am going for, um, a VBAC. Um, and I am putting it out in the universe that my body's going to, uh, let that happen. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see, um, how like my body handles labor this time around and also being my second, if my body remembers labor, like they say it does. So I've been yeah. so many different, you know, but I'll be interested to hear you when you give birth soon, like, because you are such like a, you know, health and, and fitness and wellness is so important to you, you know, how much that plays into your birth. Cause I think it's just so interesting as we obviously learn about each other's stories of like the similarities and the differences, and the different things. And again, your body is always something different because we're all different, but like, how does that play in? So I'll be interested to hear from your story, you know, shortly too. Yeah. Same with yours. Cause that's interesting. You know, doing the VBAC, I've, I'm curious to hear, like you said, you also have been more mindful of this pregnancy. I'm curious if it's going to be different or, you know, you never know. And I feel like I've heard from so many moms like, oh, being in shape helped me so much with labor. But then I've talked to moms that are in great shape that 
still like their labor took super, super long. And so it's just like, you know, every pregnancy, every mom is so different. Um, And it's just hard. You can't predict it. That's another thing I'm trying to like let go of, I guess, is like any like expectations. Like I think it's good to have hopes and have things that you want, but not to like expect things to go exactly how you have planned. Cause that's just kind of like setting yourself up. I feel like to be upset because you know, the baby's going to do what the baby wants to do. Exactly. Yeah. And good for you for acknowledging that because like I have to say like kudos to you as like, you know, a a new mama to be is like, because for me, I was married to my birth plan and to what I wanted and how things were going to go. And I do believe that that must've played a part in all of the way it went down because I was so like, this is how it's going to be. This is what I expect. And so for me, that's why I'm like this time around, I'm very mindful. I'm very intentional. I'm setting myself up with like the best doctor as far as VBAC is concerned like the best duo, like all the things that like you, you know, want a part of your team. But at the Mm -hmm. same time, I'm like saying like to the universe, like this is like what I want and this is what I believe can happen. But I'm letting go of the expectation of like, this must happen and this must go this way. Because I really do think that that was a really hard lesson for me to learn with Amelia. And so good for you for already setting yourself up to be like, I'm not going to have those massive expectations. I have my hopes and my dreams. But like, I'm going to be smart about this. And I think that's really good because I just didn't have that awareness. Yeah, I think I'm similar to you in that like, I'm kind of like a planner and I I would be the person like writing everything out in a birth plan, exactly what I wanted. But that's actually been advice given to me by other moms. They're like, if you have a super strict birth plan, it's probably not going to go how you plan it. And you're probably going to be a complete opposite, (laughs) like complete, like my birth plan was like tub birth, you know blah, 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 you know, um, you know, water birth, um, you know, I want to be at the birth center. I want to, you know, have this, this long, I, you know, afterwards want to do this with the baby and me, you know, all these things. And then it was like, and then also like, I want this in the room and that to be this and the whole nine year and no epidural and no interventions and no this and no that. And it was like, okay, so first, you know, uh, tub birth, I'm like pushing the tub. She's like, not coming. And I throw up. It's like, okay, uncheck that box. You know, then it was like, okay. Um, my midwife's like, okay, I'm not like really concerned, but I'm not thrilled that like, she's not progressing. So like, let's get you to hospital. So I was like, okay, uh, uncheck the box of interventions, then get to the hospital and get cranked up on the toast in because you know, the doctor's like, well, let's try to like essentially torpedo her out, you know? So I was like, oh, okay. You know, so then it's like, uncheck that box, you know, just the list went on. Oh, get an epidural because I can't handle the pain of the Pitocin. You know, it was like, so I just think that's really good advice that you're giving to their moms now and sharing that you've been given is that you do have to let go of those expectations and you like can have your preferences and you can have hopes and dreams and things that you want and things that are important to you. And of course, if there's like non-negotiables, like you need to be clear on those, but like other than that, it's very important to just kind of like let go. Cause like you said, like the baby really does choose and the baby really does, you know, have their own idea of their birth. And like, I really do believe for whatever reason, like Amelia just didn't feel comfortable coming that way. I have no idea why, but you know what I mean? But like, she just did it. And I make a joke to my husband all the time because like when we get her dressed, she like fusses when you put anything over her head. And I'm like, see, she still is like, no, I don't want, you know? So it's like, whatever reason, I don't know. But, you know, so I have to laugh about it now. You know, it was obviously heartbreaking for me then. But, you know, it's, um, that's just, you know, that's just, just motherhood, right? And it's like, 
it starts the minute we get pregnant. Like the babies really do take control in part of our pregnancy and we have to work with them and not against them. Yeah, definitely. It's like from the time you get pregnant, like you are not your own body anymore at all. And I mean, even from the time they're like the size of a blueberry, you know, yeah. you can't control everything. So letting go of control has been like a really good thing for me. I think it's allowed me to relax a lot more and I'm such a type A person and I like I to go, I yeah, I can, I can tell just from talking to you. I'm like, yeah, I'm exactly the same way. Um, but, and I don't think that's like a bad trait at all, but like it is, it does make things a little bit more difficult when we like kind of have a plan and we are productive and we want things to go our way and we kind of have to relax a little bit in the pregnancy and I'm sure in the birth a lot to just be like, you know what, I'm gonna like hope it goes this way, but I'm open to whatever needs to happen. You know, at the end of it, as long as like I'm healthy and the baby's healthy, that is like, that's a perfect right. birth, that's right? One. That's what matters. Yep. No, super well said. And like, I'm, I'm so excited for you and to hear all about your birth journey that will be coming soon. Is there anything else? I know you have to go soon because you have to go coach some of your mamas. Speaking of your coaching program, is there anything else you'd want to share with us as far as health and wellness or any tips that we should keep in mind, you know, with being, you know, pregnant or fit or anything like that? I think with as far as like pregnancy and health and just the whole journey, like mental, physical health, it's just to like take a step back and remember what really matters. Because I think it's so easy to get caught up on these little things or to get sad or upset about things like weight gain. And it's like, take a step back and let's like remember like what we're doing and like the baby at the end of it and how beautiful that's going to be. And if we can remember that, like the whole journey is going to be that much more enjoyable. And that's what I'm trying to do. Not try to fast forward or plan everything out perfectly. Just like try to live in the moment a little bit and enjoy where we're at. I think that's such great advice. Chelsea, thank you so much for everything you shared and all the tips and everything. If we want to find you, follow you, if any women want to reach out to you like remotely for coaching programs, can you tell us where they can find you and how they can do that? Yeah, so um, I'm on Instagram at, at Chelsea Brook Fitness, and my name is C-H-E-L-S-E-Y, Chelsea Brook Fitness, and then you can also, I have a website, it's just chelseabrook.com, and yeah, you can find me there, and if you're interested in coaching, you can go to my website. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Chelsea. This was great, and congrats again on your baby girl and all the best wishes and light and love and everything for a safe and healthy delivery. Until next time, guys. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Thanks for having me.